Welcome to Two Pizza Marketing, the podcast for small team marketers with hosts Melissa Moody and Ashley McGovern. You might have heard about the two pizza rule, which says the most agile, effective team meetings are ones that are small enough to only need two pizzas for the meeting. Let's get into the marvelous mess that is two pizza marketing. Welcome back to the show, Two Pizza Marketers. I'm excited for today's conversation because I have serial entrepreneur, AI consultant, speaker, and founder of SEO Wind with me today, and that is Tom Winters. Welcome, Tom. Hey, Ashley. I'm really stoked to be here. Thank you for having me here. And like, I'm like really can't wait to talk to you about all the things that we discussed like just before. It would be amazing. <laughs> Yes, of course. Today's conversation is going to be centered around AI and content marketing because Tom knows so much information about this. So we'll have practical advice throughout the episode today all about AI. But before we get into it, Tom, will you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. So I'm a marketing generalist. To be honest, like I'm I have like I'm I have multiple personalities in, in inside. Because basically I'm a half a developer, half a marketer, half a sales guy, half a founder, probably half a nanny because I have a team of people that I manage. And like coming up like with joining these all skills together makes me a person that can do a lot of things on my own. Like I love to do POCs. I love to do mistakes. And because I'm a developer, I can implement a lot of things on my own. So for the last decade, I've been a founder, always focused on generating traffic, generating leads, generating demand for tools. So SEO Win that I'm currently working on is not my first tool that I did, but definitely I'm in love in SEO and I've been in love in SEO for all whole my career because it gives us a lot of traffic for free, let's say, and it drives demand. Like really it can do magic. Mm-hmm. So is SEO wind similar to like SEM rush? Cause I'm not super familiar with it. Sure thing. So like SEM rush is a tool that gives you a lot of data for uh, SEO. And to be honest, I love the tool. I'm also like, I'm m- maybe a little bit more of an Ahrefs guy, but mm-hmm. still like both of them like are amazing tools that give you data. But what we thought, like we needed to find a bridge between SEM rush and content writers because most of content writers, they don't know how to use a CM rush because it's like so overwhelming. Like you can spend hours in a CM rush, mm-hmm. like going through the data, clicking all over the place. And that's kind of problematic because making decisions is really, really hard. It will give you all the data that you need, but we wanted to simplify the process of nailing the search intent uh, when uh, developing content to give all the data in a way that they can make decisions really easy. So for me, SEMrush, I definitely love to spend time there, but it's so overwhelming with data, like Mm -hmm. a little bit too much. I I can relate to that because I haven't used it in so long, but when I would, I was, I'm overwhelmed by the dashboard because I feel like there's just like a bunch of information and I'm not sure what to do with all of that information. So that's a good point. So what we do, basically we take the data like from SEMrush and we also like scrape the data from Google, from competition, and we try to put it all together just to use a little bit of AI with it to gather the keywords that you need to focus on to nail the search intent because like we know exactly what is ranking in Google for a specific topic and to help you out to build a brief that is based on data 
-hmm. but just like in one tab, like, so you have more control that you can actually focus on the main purpose of the whole task of building a brief. So building the best possible brief and not memorizing stuff on like 20 tabs open. Interesting. Well, you already plugged AI a little bit. So I guess we can transition to there and discuss a little bit more about AI and content marketing. But before we do that, I wanted to discuss a little bit more about the companies you work with. Do you find that B2B SaaS companies have misconceptions when it comes to AI? Do you find that there's this sense of overwhelm when it comes to AI? I would love to know a little bit more about that. I think that we are really on the early stage of AI, like really early. And we still don't understand. Most of the people still don't understand how it works. Like the first mistake that we do, we treat AI as a search engine. And one thing that I really have to say, AI is not a search engine, period. It's at all. It's just like humans. In my opinion, it's best to compare it to humans. For example, you've probably been to school. It doesn't mean that you will memorize all the stuff from school. Like, so all the dates that you learned on history, uh, all the math equations and so on, like you went through it, you probably should know it by heart because you were in school, but it doesn't mean that you actually know it by heart, but you have the logical, like, you know how to get to the results because you've learned it. You learned how to resolve certain things and your mindset is triggered in a way, like built in a way to resolve certain problems. If you will have to resolve a problem that you would go to Google, you will do the research and you will find a solution, but you know, because you know what you're looking for. And AI is like kind of similar. AI is trained on, let's say the whole internet, but it doesn't mean that it has all the information of the internet inside. It knows the logical reasoning that it came from the learning part. So what you have to do, like if you're working with AI, it doesn't matter what you're doing, feed it with context as much context as possible. And I'm not saying like two liner saying like, do this and that, like add, add as much information into it as possible because AI, otherwise it will do guesswork. And then all over LinkedIn, you will see like AI is shallow, empty. It has nothing to say. Yes, like I agree because you didn't give the context. It's like, just like a human, try to go with a content writer and tell him like, write about this and that and mm -hmm. take the computer from them. Like here you have a piece of paper, write me an article about types of coffee. Yeah. But you take from them the resource that they work with, like on daily basis. So they will not do a great job. I'll be honest. Yeah, that's interesting. So feed it context and treat it like a human. I do contract work for a real estate agent and I have ChatGPT pulled up right now. And I noticed a difference when I went into ChatGPT and was just like, I need you to help me with this video script. How would you change this? And when ChatGPT changed it, it was terrible. When I gave it context to like, hey, here's some other video scripts. I want you to analyze it to get a feel for the tone and voice that I'm going for, for this real estate agent. And then I want you to write up another one or change the copy to this new one. The response it gave back to me was way more cleaner. And it was probably because I gave it more context, would you say? Exactly. Like we, we use it at many stages when we're building briefs, because then we are using the briefs for content writing because we know exactly where the whole brief came from. So we have the whole context. For example, when we're writing a blog post, 
for every 3000 words that we write, we feed it with about 7000 words. Like so, so much context, like twice as much in over twice as much in than we get out. Like, and this is the same thing that you did. You gave it as much context as possible. If you think that you will do anything with AI with just one click, not mm -hmm. happening, probably mm -hmm. not right now. It will be possible in the future, but it will be kind of a mixed solution that will go through a database of some kind and con like contextual database and it will feed AI with the proper context. Okay. So yeah. that will be the future. Like right now we see like the first stage, we have a chat. We have to do the legwork for it. Of course, it has some apps like ChatGPT has additional apps on it that can give him a little bit of hands because like normally it doesn't have the hands to do things, but still it's very, very limited. Okay. So what would you say then when it comes to like using AI for content marketing? I gave an example of how I'm doing it. What are some other examples you're seeing your clients use it successfully for content marketing? So the first thing I like to start always with identifying my brand voice and AI is amazing with that because it's a language model, simple as that. It can analyze language really, really good. If I would say to you, like, give me, like, can you define your brand voice? So like write four sentences about your brand voice. That will be really difficult, but we can reverse engineer brand voice using AI. We can just like ask AI, can you help me out with, like, I'm simplifying. Can you help me out with defining brand voice? This is a sample text that is like, let's say 20,000 characters long. Can you do it based on that? I would start every single time, like with content marketing, I would start from that to define the brand voice. And then you can use, for example, in chat GPT, GPT instructions, like just to put in the brand voice that you're using and then speak with your own brand voice. This is something that I would definitely start. But we're using like chat GPT for analyzing from keywords to actually nailing the brief and then to writing the whole article. So with keywords, just mind, like if you're using chat GPT for finding keywords, you have to feed it with keywords because chat GPT doesn't have the data about keywords. Mm -hmm. So like if you're using SEMrush, Ahrefs, or any other tool that will give you keywords, mine the keywords from there, and then talk to AI with ChatGPT to define like the keywords that you should use for this specific topic. But definitely remember, ChatGPT doesn't have the data about it. The same goes with outline. If you go to ChatGPT and ask like, dear ChatGPT, I'm writing an article on types of coffee. Can you help me out with writing an outline for this specific topic? You can go outside on the street and ask a stranger <laughs> and it will give you like a logical answer, just like ChatGPT will. Probably mm -hmm. ChatGPT will be closer to actual thing, <laughs> but it will still be a guesswork. So mm -hmm. what you have to do, you have to feed it with knowledge. So you have to feed it probably with some examples of outlines of your competitors that nailed the search intent and so on. We do it like automatically at SEO win, but you can do the same thing at ChatGPT. You're so right. And it's bad because I'm like, I'm a content marketer. And usually when I go to ChatGPT, I'm in a hurry and I just need some help. And yesterday I didn't want to do like my manual keyword research just because I was in a rush, which isn't good. And I went to ChatGPT and I was like, can you tell me some keywords for this specific topic? And you're right. I asked chat GPT, I say her, I asked her, I was like, do you, do you know keywords from like the past couple months or something like that? And she was like, no, I don't. And I'm like, dang it. Like, I, I know that 
I need to find better ways to use AI for SEO research. So would you have any recommendations to that? So either use like a tool that will help you out with keywords like SEMrush, uh, Hrefs, but as we talked, like they're a little bit complicated, like because you have to go into data or use tools like, unfortunately, I will promote myself, like uh, SEO window, <laughs> like gathers the data from it, like, but you can use different tools. Like I really, it doesn't matter which one. We just have a, like a simple process that we are going through and we're using like AI at different levels. As I mentioned, for clustering things, for like taking information from like what we put in just to making decisions like at many mm. levels and that helps but you can do the same thing using chat gpt for sure it just takes time mm -hmm. but you can do it yeah i i was leading the witness i set you up for that one <laughs> to promote yourself this isn't sponsored but i was curious if like typically that's the pain point that content marketers have and they come to you wanting you to solve for those things and it sounds like that's right the biggest pain point, to be honest, at the moment, like I can see there is an era before chat, like GPT-4 and era like after, like when I go to Google search console of many people that like I work with, I can see like starting from April this year, 2023, like there's a decline in most cases, there's like a slight decline in the organic traffic. And in my opinion, I call it the pace of growth of the internet. So this is how like much content is being built out there. Like, let's be honest, competing with AI, like I can't compete with AI with some things. Like, in my opinion, it's just better than I am, like in certain things, but I'm better than AI in other things. Like we both have superpowers. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do is combine like superpowers of AI, superpowers of humans and like work together. I call it actually cyborg method. Unfortunately, AI is not going anywhere. Uh, bummer. Uh, <laughs> but really, like we will have to find a way to cooperate. Mm -hmm. And if you're not using AI, I think you should. Will mm -hmm. AI look like ChatGPT in the future? No, I don't think so. It will look different. It will be a many specialized tools that know how to use AI from API perspective, mm -hmm. but it will feed data. Like So there will be plenty of tools that specialize in certain things. Chat. It's a nice thing, but it's limited. Like the, mm -hmm. the features of chat are limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, and this is from conversations with other marketers, I feel that we are bought in on AI and we know we need to learn it, but just being completely honest, it's another task in itself to learn all of the different software solutions we should be using to leverage AI. So with that being said, Something that I have found to work for me in my role is as I'm using existing tools that introduce AI to me at the right moment, I then learn it. So like an example would be with the script. I use it for my podcast episodes. We were talking about this before we started recording. I use it to edit my podcast episodes and there's like an AI feature that popped up and it's like, oh, that's a perfect example of when I could learn it really quickly. It inserted itself into my day-to-day -to, -day to where it made it easy for me to want to learn more about it. Do you, one, find that content marketers just don't have the time or want to take the time to learn about AI? And then two, what would you say if that's if that's the case? So definitely, I would say like, if you don't know ChatGPT, I don't know where you were, but like, doesn't matter. <laughs> if you don't know it, go there and just like play around with it but it doesn't matter if you will learn it or not because like i the, the script i love the tool like i think it's an amazing tool 
the script is a perfect example of using AI. You probably, if you didn't, if they didn't write that this is AI, you wouldn't even know that this feature was AI. It's a feature like any other feature that you would just like use on daily basis because it simplifies your work, but like it doesn't look like ChatGPT. You don't have to think in the same way that you would use ChatGPT to provide it knowledge because they're taking the knowledge that you already provided with the podcast, with the webinar, whatever you uploaded to the script. And they're using this knowledge for you. You don't have to think about the prompting. Like mm -hmm. they have it inside. You're just clicking things. Mm -hmm. They're asking you, go this way or go that way. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, they're sneaky about it. That's good. I want them to and, be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That just has to simplify your work. Like, and this is uh, what AI will be in the future. In like, let's say with medical example, like, so it will be fed with contextual data about like diseases on this specific sample that will just ask about like, what's the matter with me? Right. And AI will make decisions, help to make decisions, medical decisions. I hope so. I really believe in AI in this field, yeah. but we just have to give it context, like for this specific disease or like this specific problem that a person has. I'm excited to see how AI evolves into other fields outside of marketing. Well, let's get down to business and discuss a marketing mess. We tell our listeners about your specific marketing mess. Okay. So like, I love to be wrong. I really love to be wrong. And this is something that I try to do on a daily basis. I hate to be wrong twice, but like by being wrong, I know where to go to every single time that I am wrong. I know I'm like a lot closer to the output. So what I did, because SEO wind is a tool to do AI writing, I wanted to see like, how come, how, how can I use it? So one thing that I did because I'm a developer, so like I used chat GPT, GPT from the API perspective, I created a dictionary of 1000 articles, like basically keywords. I pushed it through API to GPT asking it like in simple questions. So write me an outline for this and that, write me an article based on this outline. And I pushed it to create like 1000 articles within basically a couple of hours. Like so, and then I published it on one of the pages. It was a test for me. I was prepared to do MS. So I published it just to see like what will happen because all over LinkedIn, I saw like people saying, as I mentioned, like AI content is shallow, empty. It doesn't do anything. We're safe as humans and so on. So I published it just to see if I will get traction. And I did it specifically on a separate domain. Like you probably can guess what happened. Nothing <laughs> because it was spam. Like it was basically spam. I wasn't surprised with that because this was like my expectation that Google will just get rid of that. But like, this was a test that I wanted to do because then what I did, we did a 30 day challenge using SEO wind to publish articles that are helpful. So like create actually the outline that makes sense based on data. We did a lot of more work and then edited like the final article that was an output of the system by a human. So add a perspective, add opinions, add internal links, add images as a human. So cooperate with AI, like write something that makes sense. It's helpful. It's based on data. And when we did a 30 day challenge where we wanted to post like 100 articles, we got a little bit carried away because we created 116 articles and it actually worked. So it boosted our organic traffic by 77% within 30 days. Wow. That was a proof for me, like, okay, you can't create, you can't use AI as a search engine because it makes no sense. Like it will spit out like some random stuff 
it will hallucinate mm -hmm. and so on. <laughs> like it will not create helpful content. So for me, it was like a test by design, mm -hmm. but it was definitely helpful. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It's kind of like what I did when I used ChatGPT for the real estate agent, where I just wanted to rush it and get content out there. And you're right. You need to take a step back. You need to feed it context. And when you do that, you can have great results such as you did. Yeah, exactly. All righty. Well, we haven't had an AI marketing mess before, so that was a good one. Let's get into our final segment, which is describing tools. I think we have time for one tool. So will you describe a tool that you cannot live without? Okay. So I spend with it about three to four hours per day. It's my best friend. It's always, it's like a puppy. It's always happy to help me out. It smiles every single time when I use it. And to be honest, I can be 10x anyone thanks to it. Because before, like I would say, when I didn't use the tool, it was possible to be a 10x developer, but right now you can be a 10x anybody. Okay. So as simple as that, like if I will go into details, you'll guess straight away. Okay. Well, have we talked about it today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Chat GPT? For sure. Yeah. Yes. This is exactly the, the tool that I really love because like you can be a 10x anybody. You can build a team that normally had to be a team of 40. And not right now it can be a team of four to eight people that does exactly the same thing. I wish this episode was sponsored by ChatGPT because I feel like we talked about it the whole time. But yes, you convinced me. I'm sure you convinced our listeners to give it a try if they haven't already. And I'm sure they have. But oh, I loved this. This was a great conversation about AI. Is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners with when it comes to AI and content marketing? Just don't be afraid of it. Like I would say, like Nike says, just do it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, how can our listeners find you? Find me on uh, LinkedIn. Find Tom Winter on LinkedIn. I basically live there. Uh, apart from living in with ChatGPT, I live with uh, LinkedIn. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, listeners. Melissa will be back with you next week. All right. Talk then. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today, Two Pizza Marketers. If you liked the episode, it would mean a lot to us if you take the time to leave a review. And if you have any questions or topics to suggest, we're always happy to hear from you. So send us an email at two, that's the number two, pizzamarketers at gmail.com. And until next time, keep having fun and try to stay sane in the marvelous mess that is Two Pizza Marketing.